Welcome to Table Talk. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. I'm Whit. I'm Bill. I'm Danny. Haha, <laughs> it worked. Whoa, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this week we've got Bill and Danny from Escape This Podcast who were guests on our, our most recent arc. Thank you for having us on. It was a really fun to be guests on the latest arc. We did it in what, what one sitting. Yes. Uh, so it was a bit intense. That was amazing. <laughs> and it's weird that it's still coming out now when we recorded it so long ago. Yeah, and that's the only time we've done that, like in one sitting. Yeah, yeah really? <laughs> it, was, it went well, though. It went great. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Was it what you expected it to be? Did you have any expectations going in? I think it was exactly what I expected it to be with maybe the possible, I don't know, like, I didn't, I wasn't sure exactly how much was going to be predetermined as, like, this is where they should be going next and how much was going to be just, well, I don't know, if you can think of something reasonable, it'll probably fit. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. It went really well. It was, it was quite smooth. It was definitely refreshing because obviously what I do in our podcast is I'm sitting there. I've got all of the notes. I just say, cool, you're in this room. You're not leaving this room until I say so. And being able to go back to a traditional RPG game where we just get to do whatever the hell we want, however violently we want. <laughs> <laughs> it was freeing. Yeah. No, I think that was great, and I think you guys are both really hilarious. Absolutely. Did it feel like there was much planned, or did it feel like pretty organic when we were doing it? I think it felt pretty organic. I don't know what you had planned, but it felt like we were in control for the most part. Like, I don't know whether if things had gone differently, you would have been like, no, actually, uh, Hunter was Puzzler, or no, actually, it turns out this person was Puzzler, based <laughs> on what would have been funnier. Um, like, I don't even know, but it worked out quite well. Just probably because of the way that I'm used to game mastering. Now, I assumed that everything was pretty much rigid. And sure, you're good enough GM that if we completely go off the rails and screw everything up and, I don't know, just go and rub a diner halfway through the mission, then <laughs> I assume that you'll be able to cope with that and get us back on track. But I assume that there was definitely a track. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was pretty straightforward just because this arc for sure, because I had to get everyone into the room. Mm. And then you guys had to get out, and then it had to wrap up. Yeah, that's definitely a different way of having to do RPG stuff. And yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this arc, in a way, was really like a great example of how we've kind of done things all year, where we like come up with an idea, like, hey, how about we do our podcast and your podcast at the same time, and then it'll work <laughs> for both. And then we don't really like spend a lot of time like thinking about like, Will that actually work? We yeah. just kind of like bullshit our way through yeah. it and it, it worked out okay. Yeah. We're just trying not to drown. When we got up to that stage of talking to each other and just going, okay, wait, when are our release dates? Yeah. When we <laughs> have to actually plan it. Ugh. <laughs> In all of our notes and all of our planning and all of our like labeling of all of our file names, this room was episode nine of our season three. And it ended up being episode 11, I think. Yeah, something like that. Just to make the timing work out. So it was meant to fit in before we had our... Because we, on our show, we had a couple of guest game masters who designed their own rooms. Mm -hmm. And they were meant to be the last two episodes. And oh. instead, they sort of... They sat in after uh, one of the rooms Danny did. And then before yours, which is sort of a hybrid of the two ideas, right? Like, it's like a guest person running it. Mm -hmm. But it was a room that we'd created. Mm -hmm. Cool. But so it, so it was fine in the end. It wasn't like it was happening like halfway through 
uh, an arc like Children of Mysaris where oh, we did no, ten in a row with a story. It just right. so the it sheer luck of it working out as it well as it, it could have been <laughs> horrible. Yeah, I, I have to say that the actual like room was amazing. And when I got the notes and looked at them, I got real scared. <laughs> <laughs> we read it very well. I mean, look, it just shows they're, they're pretty idiot proof. <laughs> that's, a, that's really good we'll see that worked out that. really well for us yeah no 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 you you ran it really well i was really impressed and i think danny was as well i'm going to speak for her <laughs> i was really impressed by uh by the the fact that you took out some of the key puzzle solving like mechanisms from uh, that room yeah and, and them integrated in them earlier. earlier in the story oh yeah i had to prime the pump I thought that was good for both the players and the listeners to kind of get used to the idea before it happened. It was really well done. That's because I got scared and I was like, oh my God, they're going to have no idea how to do this. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so what do you mean? Like, what did you... Devin um, modified the mechanisms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, because Danny wrote the big room, but I wrote the cold open airport room. Oh, really? And then the little painting thing. Mm. The banana room. Because I was like, well, I don't know how to come up with puzzles. But I just took some of the things that Danny did in her puzzle and like made a very simple version uh, of it. Yeah, gotcha. So when you guys got in the room, you right. were like knew the right way to think because right. I th I feel like yeah. doing these puzzles is it's not like you have to be a genius to do them, but there's a certain puzzle way of thinking where you would have to think right. like, oh, let's just yeah, try yeah. these different things. So you're like, oh, I know this. This is what a puzzle I am. <laughs> 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 Exactly. No, but it worked out really well. And I think it helped. I think it helped uh, make everything go smoothly for the, for the actual final room. How was it for you working off well, someone else's notes for part of it? Because I know that when I have to do, or when I decide to do a non-homebrew campaign for something, trying to get my head around the pre-written notes always throws me just because I don't know where everything is. I don't know every detail of the person who wrote these and how they were thinking. So that was a little tricky, I guess, because I've never played someone else's campaign. We've just been doing our own dumb thing. So I've never had to do that. He's pretending it wasn't a big deal, but it drove him insane. And he's <laughs> pretty much bald. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys haven't heard the last episode. No, but we were in it. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> you were in it. You were there, man. I don't know if you remember anything. And I was talking to Jared Witt about this earlier. Like when you listen to an episode, how much of it is like fresh and like a surprise and when you guys listen to it did you guys remember everything or is it kind of like fun to listen to it and not remember any of it oh it's definitely fun for me i have very much like it all came back and i just went, oh yeah i remember doing that but immediately after i record anything my brain just shuts down yeah. it's all gone mm -hmm. so yeah i have to listen to it again otherwise i yeah. will never be able to remember what happened so yeah we're talking about last episodes coming up and i just go um, I think I remember this sort of room was in it. I think there were people. I'm excited for that because it has my most memorable moment for something I did, which was using my blending into the background ability yes. to sort of walk up and be like, yeah. oh, chuck me a gun, guys, and just like, take really a funny. gun from no. them. Because yeah, they're like, they're not paying attention. That was such a great moment. That turns out really well. And actually, I loved your guys' characters. You guys did such a good yeah. job with that. I like know. Jim and Sean were so great. And you guys did such a good job of playing them and, like, incorporating them. Was that really your name, Bill? I was Jim Rubick. Yeah. And you were Sean a Peacemaker. You were that forgettable. Jim, yes. <laughs> <laughs> forgettable. 
I really like appearing as a one-off in other people's games because it really gives you the freedom to create a character that can die. <laughs> they can be completely stupid, whatever, and it really allows yourself to throw into the character even yeah. if it gets them murdered. Yeah, it's hmm. true. They don't need any longevity. Yeah. Or growth. Ugh. Yeah. Character growth. Liberating. Yeah. You guys didn't die, though. I like we'll this idea, though. I think we need to make sure that all our guests are crushed. A crush at the end. <laughs> Just fall into huge crushers at the end of every arc. <laughs> it's nice to have a character and bring something to it, especially because so often, I mean, I, it's fun on our sh show as well to do that, right? Like to, to just pick a voice and be like, yeah, that's what this guy's like. He's, a, he's an idiot. That's fun. But it was nice to be able to have a character that had sort of agency as a character, whereas mm -hmm. most of the time doing escape rooms, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. you, just, you just play yourself because you're trying to solve you. puzzles. Like, I couldn't imagine like playing an escape room and being like, well, I've solved this, but my character's not smart enough to know that solution, so I'll have <laughs> yeah. him not solve the puzzles. Like, no, that's not, that's not the game. So, Jared and Witt, what was that like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it's tough. I wish I'd given more thought to that ahead of time. Like, how would Kip like approach a puzzle? <laughs> Because that was the thing is he wouldn't, though, right? I, I guess. Yeah. I think there were some moments that you did really well. I feel like where where Kip solved a puzzle, or rather where where Jared solved a puzzle, yeah. and then Kip then like lucked just kind of lucked it. into the solution. Or like or so like so it wasn't so much Kip being like, here's the solution. It was it was Jared being like, Well, this needs to break. So let's have Kip just like slip onto it or like yeah, you know, exactly. headbutt it or exactly. do something which I think went well. And I know um there was a moment, uh, uh, Wit, where I, in, which is in the episode, I think, where you're trying to push the idea that maybe Kip's just like a savant. Maybe yeah. he could just like do it. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, he's not, he's not smart, but maybe he could just like get him. <laughs> it yeah. was perfect because I couldn't figure anything out. <laughs> and for the most part, like if we get to something and we're do like a little bit of brainstorming and someone comes up with a really funny idea, the person it works for, we'll do it, and we'll cut out the kind of that brainstorming part. You should just, you know, release the unedited version for all your patrons. <laughs> patrons with, like, you know, all the planning, all the dark secrets being unearthed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all they want. Of it? <laughs> all the waiting on people to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vibe. You know, wit, wit takes 15 minutes to go to the bathroom four or five times per recording. <laughs> uh, and all of the funny stuff happens while he's away. <laughs> and we just cut it out. Well, I can't go to the bathroom unless I walk on my hands. <laughs> and my hands were burned in a horrible fire a year or two ago. So it takes me a while and I appreciate you making fun of it. <laughs> Everyone always like laughs at, uh -huh, women always go to the bathrooms in groups. Why is that? And no one ever talks about the fact that that is the reason. It's so that when one person goes to the bathroom, they haven't missed any of the jokes. Because yeah. the jokes have to come with Whoa. them. <laughs> you just blew my mind. <laughs> I'm not even joking. So another thing that we had a lot of fun doing was all the narrator bits for the Crimes of Puzzle. They were very good. They are amazing. <laughs> Yeah, we were really mean. I hope y'all didn't take that personally. <laughs> I loved it. Okay, good. <laughs> Those were so much fun to do. Like, for us, like, it's really funny if the narrator's really mean. But, like, it just made so much sense that he would hate puzzles. Because <laughs> he's not good at them. So he's like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> or just, like, him not understanding the concept or the word was really funny. 
Yeah. Pug, Pugalazoo. <laughs> Pugalazoo. <laughs> yeah, I really think we broke a lot of new ground with how mean he can be to Gil in this arc. <laughs> that was brilliant. And I do remember at some point being told to go back to New Zealand. And that was how <laughs> 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 yeah, you, you did good. <laughs> I, did, I did love, was it episode five maybe, where it was the puzzle of, for Gil? Locked uh, in the bathroom, just like, <laughs> now you have to drink toilet water. <laughs> With no hands. I'm going to put my face in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. We had fun writing that one. Yeah. yeah. It really sucked that, like, Devin made me drink the toilet water, though. Just yeah, to sort of like, I was like, yeah. I, I, I want to see how it would work, you know, for the writing process. Yes. And, and no hands. Seriously. <laughs> Like, would that actually be really funny on audio? <laughs> and you better do it quick because you only got 15 minutes to wits in here. <laughs> and you really don't want to do it then. I can hear those leathery hands slapping the floor outside. <laughs> He's coming up the hallway now. Ah, ooh, ee, ow. <laughs> <laughs> He's a trooper. <laughs> Excuse me. Ow, ow. Uh, they actually did not make me drink toilet water. For the record. Yeah, for the record. Yeah, he did it on his own. <laughs> 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 it was fucked up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was so gross. <laughs> we were, it's the exact opposite. We yeah, were begging we him not to. to. <laughs> we were like, please don't do it, Jared. Please. He made you watch. <laughs> <laughs> Listening back. It was ridiculous, the extent to which my voice was gone. By the end of, like, there's a moment at the end of the actual escape room, escape room, where I'm just like, oh my God, help me. And it's just like, like, it was me trying my hardest to sound normal, and it was just coming out just gone. I had no voice that day. It's terrible. Oh. I know what you're talking about, and I think to me, I just thought you were, like, pretending to strain your voice like he was yelling. So I don't even <laughs> no, think I picked I up on that. I just couldn't speak. You were in character. It worked. <laughs> it was forced on me. My throat was in character, before, even if I didn't want to be. You know, I'll tell you a trick. Uh, toilet water. <laughs> <laughs> no hands, though. <laughs> the hands spoil it. <laughs> I mean, natural oil and, uh, you know, microbes. <laughs> From your hands. You're cleaning your throat with the water. You don't want to get that hand oil in there. Yeah, your dirty hands in the bowl. That's gross. Gross Gross me out. (laughs) (laughs) Have you noticed three of us, we just sound like angels 100% of the time. It's because we're constantly drinking toilet water. That's true. (laughs) No hands. If the hands have been walking all over the floor, of course you don't want to drink from exactly. them. Exactly. That's just that's just unhygienic. Our uh, on-site plumbers like really hate us because <laughs> we have three bowls in the room. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Oh, you're all there at the same time, like little kittens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, caused a lot of pressure issues, and uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to get. They into don't that, understand but... podcasts; they're poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to keep these pipes fresh. <laughs> well, you know, I said I, I know this is a weird request, but we're going to need three toilet bowls in the upstairs bedroom, and they said. Uh, <laughs> 
You guys are podcasters, right? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got a couple of podcasters here. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are real pros. <laughs> Howard Stern's got two uh, toilet bowls next to on either side. Can you guys say that's weird with an American accent? Oh, no. Putting on voices, that's so much pressure. That's weird. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's good. That was good. Yeah. But no, I, like, I thought it came out really well, the arc, if we go back to acting awesome. yeah. out the thing. Like, in its final thing, it, it worked really well. Absolutely. Getting the, like, the puzzles fit really well. I'm really glad that the puzzles were partway through. Or as opposed to, or like, you know, near the end, but not the end. Like, that I think worked out really well. And I think, Danny, you planned that from the start, right? Like, your notes always ended with, and something else will probably oh, happen. Oh, yeah, they were very vague. <laughs> but I'm glad that worked out that way because it made it like, I don't know, I felt like if it had come all the way to the end, basically sort of finished, and then there was the room at the end, it would have felt very gimmicky. But it instead, it felt really natural. It just yeah. happened halfway through the story and it took mm -hmm. a while and it involved a lot of puzzles. Totally. And we got out and then we then we punched an incel, so it was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all part of the story. Totally. And, yeah, and, like, bringing all that stuff in earlier worked out really well. Uh, that was one thing I was surprised at. Um, I was never sure when you guys start an arc, you often start it in media res, right? Like, you're just mm -hmm. starting just like, you guys are doing this. Mm -hmm. And I never, and I always wondered how much discussion there was beforehand as to like where that begins, where you want to pick up. But for us, it really felt like there wasn't any. You were just like, like when it started, it was just kind of like, here we is are. That us? Like, are we in the scene now? Was you know there are two people? It's like that's probably us. Let's say hi. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it just it just sort of it really was like we discovered it as the listener was discovering the same information. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure how much you did of that, but that worked out really well. Yes, we always do the cold open like that, and I don't know why that's like been a big part of it, but I always like feel like it's really important that Jared and Wood don't know anything about it and just get thrown into it, because maybe that's kind of fun to hear them try to figure it out. Are you ever worried that they're just going to go off on the wrong tangent from the start? And, you you're know, just, like, just die. So, you're in a car in the middle of the desert, and then one of them is just like, oh, yeah, we're here transporting goods to the border. And you're like, oh, damn, now it's a new story. Well, um, sometimes that's fine because there has definitely been arcs where all I've had was an idea for a cold open. Oh. And then after editing it and stuff, I'll think about it. Like, so for um, Hard Contact, I had had the cold open idea of a chili eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah, just because, like, <laughs> that was, like, a good setup because I knew that just giving Wit something for Trevor to be competitive about <laughs> would get ridiculous. So, I knew if I just set it up as a contest, they would take it somewhere extreme and then I could have someone walk in on them <laughs> and make it embarrassing. So, that was, like, the whole setup. And then I just kind of didn't really have a plan after that. So, then, like, after the editing and oh, listening to it, man, I have to, like, think amazing. it through. Uh -huh. Yeah. If there's ever something that you know could be a better joke, like, we'll say blurp. I'd be like, like, <laughs> yeah. like whatever the car was called or something. It's like that was kind of funny, but I know there could be something really funny. Blurp, like let's let's yeah, come we'll, up with we'll, a, a we'll, better. We'll like pause to be like, right. ooh, I want to think of something really right. good. Like there's there should be a really good joke there. But yeah, for the most part, just kind of hop in. And and I'll say like as far as like the cold opens or how the story plays out, like Wit and I don't really know anything about it. Like Devin, you will talk about like the theme of of the arc. Sometimes ahead of time. Sometimes I'm just like so excited, I'll like accidentally spoil stuff because be like, oh, I like have this idea, but it won't right. be like the whole arc. It'll yeah. be like 
I'm trying to think of a good example of that, but sometimes I want to like talk about it. Like I think I spoiled um, Mini Robot Kip at one point because I was like, I mm-hmm. want to bring back Mini Robot Walker from Talker and make it like a version of one of you guys. But then I don't think you guys even remembered when I finally no, brought it back. I'm not listening to any of that anyway, so you're fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm terrible about not wanting to spoil things because I don't have many people that I can just talk to about my rooms that we do on our show. Right. Since Bill is a player so often and that destroys me inside. Right. I, I just want to be talking all yeah. the time. Having something you love and are so like proud of and but like you can't tell normal people in your life. Yeah, I think that's really true because I don't know about you guys, but for me at least, I don't know a lot of people like personally that listen to our podcast. Because, like, you don't want to ask people, and there's just a lot of reasons, I guess. We're very lucky in the escape room community as well, and all of that for having people in our lives who actually do really like all the puzzles and things that we do. You're right. Like, apparently, that's really rare, and there are lots of people who, like, have to form groups of strangers to be their puzzle-doing groups and things like <laughs> that. Yeah, we just have lots of people who enjoy puzzles. In that's our awesome. Lives. Yeah, that's really cool. But yeah, it's, it's nice to get the sort of support from people, like... And then the next step is is complete strangers who right. enjoy it. And that's such a fantastic feeling. Yeah, I feel like we mostly have internet people that we don't actually know. It's a niche thing. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you for saying niche and not being too American and saying niche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say niche too. Good. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. Um, but one thing that we don't have that kind of sucks, I think, is we don't have like a community you know, there's not like a Reddit for people that want to watch shitty old TV shows. No, yeah, that's that's yeah, very yeah, hard for hard. people to congregate around. Yeah. And it's also hard because you're not like you're not like real kind of fates people who are like who get into right. the people who play fates. Yeah. We need to be like, yeah, we know all the rules to fates, fact, but you know, and we get we're getting real into the lore of all the different settings because like, that's not what you're doing. So that's kind of hard as well. Right. It's true. <laughs> You've got an audience, but there's not like a set community waiting to find your show. Right. Whereas we've kind of got that like escape rooms are their own thing. And so we we always know there's still this pool of people who would enjoy the show. And yet I'm sure we both have the same problem of when someone is trying to find a new podcast to listen to, the stuff that they Google and they say, hey, what sort of podcast would you recommend for me? Probably neither of our podcasts is someone's like first thing that they're going to Google. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Someone's like, oh, I'd love a show that's kind of about like puzzles done in small rooms. <laughs> or like, oh, I'm really looking for a show that's, you know, it's because it's kind of outside of what people think about with podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys have such an original idea because there are people that want what you guys are doing. But yeah, no one thinks that that's a thing a podcast could do. Exactly. All right. It would be fun to hear you guys talk about doing the puzzle room with your guests. Well, I'm just, because I was especially thinking because our next arc will be a story arc again. So I'll cut it off right at the end. Like I, like Mm -hmm. I did. Yeah, so we won't have time to. So it's kind of nice to have that. And then maybe like on the off week, be like, oh, guys, how did you enjoy that episode? Like, wasn't this interesting? This is a fun puzzle, you know, just like 10 minutes or something. No, that'd be totally fun. See, see, people would listen oh, to it. Whatever, I would listen to it. How see? are the? Uh, Shut up! This, this, <laughs> this table talk is over. <laughs> yeah, uh, do table talk and start doing songs all the time, and then just <laughs> randomly do another arc in the middle of your current season. Do a second <laughs> yeah. season on top of your season. Yeah, yeah. it'll feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Call it side night puzzle talk. <laughs> yeah, side night puzzle talk. <laughs> <laughs> we were your second guests, right? There was nothing else recorded. 
No, um, you guys are our second guest. So um, we had uh, Jared's wife, Angie, on none of the above. And also, I guess it's probably worth talking about both of our guests arc so far. Like, none of the above was Angie's idea that she would play a nun, and she had the title, which is what, like, sold me on it. And I was like, oh, yes, it's called None of the Above. (laughs) You're a nun. (laughs) I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Done. It's an episode. (laughs) How did we come up with Crimes of Puzzle, though? It was something on Twitter. Uh Yeah, I think we just thought, who suggested it? Because we had you on our show beforehand, right? We had you on at the end of Children of My Sucks. Right. So, like, we'd done something. It must have been coming out of that. Mm-hmm. I think you doing an arc was probably your idea. I was just trying to see if I could steal credit for the name. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with Puzzle-O. It was me. So you've done two now. Would you do more? Are you, are you looking to do more in the future? Are you looking to get more guests and other podcasters or people um, like that? Yeah, definitely. If uh, they're as good as you guys, I mean, you, you never know what's going to work. Well, well I mean, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, I mean, they'll <laughs> all be downhill from here. But Yeah. It's tricky because I feel like it is a lot more work. Mm. That's true. It's more work for editing, and like already the editing for me is a lot of work. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know how you get as much done as you do with the kind of regularity that you do. I mean, Jesus. Elbow grease. <laughs> Devin's a workhorse. Yeah, I, I, like, like, I like staying busy, but... You do do other stuff in life, right? No. <laughs> I feel like I definitely would have been burnt out if we didn't have like good listener interactions, like a lot of the cool things that have happened. Yeah, if you were doing it and, they were just, and just letting it out into the void with no response. And so uh, we have an old friend that we have kind of an interesting idea for. And I, I feel like mm-hmm. at most we'd want to do it like every other arc. Just because. Oh, yeah. 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 It's tricky because like I also want us to have like more female guests. Just because, yeah. like, I'm very conscious of the fact that, like, it's just us three guys. I always like it when I get messages from women who listen, because I feel like, oh, okay, we're not making something that's, like, real wrong in some way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially for you guys, because every episode will always be three guys. Yes. Getting women on as guests just inherently rounds out mm-hmm. that episode a bit in terms of the voices. Right. Yeah. Because I understand that feeling. Just like, oh, do we, do we just get like another guy and then we have lots of guys on and then it's just this and, oh, is that going to sound a bit weird? And, um, like, uh, <laughs> how's that going to reflect on us as human beings? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. So, so we need to talk to girls in real life? <laughs> That's going to be a problem. (laughs) Have you heard about this, Wit? So, my wife and Jared's wife, who are friends, were talking about doing, like, I don't know when we would do this next year, but do, like, a gender-swapped version of Advanced Sage Russian Shootouts. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Wouldn't that be great? And also, I should mention that our next arc is going to be called Rad. Rad. Oh, man, that's going to be cool. (laughs) Everyone's going to be skating, doing mad kickflips. Or massively irradiated, you don't know. Or massively, or both. Mutant skateboarders, I love it. (laughs) I'm in. I'm listening. Okay, that's good. If this isn't where it goes, then I'm disappointed. (laughs) But, yeah, so thank you for having us on. It it came out really well. Uh, Awesome, thanks. And, yeah. I hope 2019, your second year in podcasting, 
is really cool. Oh, yeah. Till next time. Oh, wait. You know what? I'm sorry. Can we have you guys do like a commercial promo? You know, like when they have guests on shows to be like, hey, this is blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah. And you're listening to Dibba, 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 Dibba. All right, we'll do it for their show. Here we go. Are you ready, Danny? You got to jump in. All right, so I, you just say, hi, this is Bill, and this is Danny. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say the rest. Yeah, we'll do your, okay. Hey, this is Bill. And this is Danny. We're from Escape This Podcast, and you're listening to the best podcast around. Hey. Advanced Sagebrush and Shoots. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> How was that? That was good. Um, can I get about 15 more? <laughs> Are you looking for a show with cops? Yeah. What if those cops were dumb? <laughs> sounds great to me. What if it was both high production and very low production? Ha, huh, sounds great. Well, listen to Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts. That was awesome. That How's was amazing. That? We're using that. That guy that's called us low production still pisses me off. <laughs> low pro. So, so low the pro. worst take I've ever heard. Did I tell you we did that table talk with the sound effects? And he said it was great. <laughs> Yeah, and he was like, he's like, he's now like, that's what you need to be doing. Yeah, he was like, oh, I listened to it. It's hilarious. And see what I mean? It wouldn't have been nearly as good without those sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, I love it. People are crazy. Yeah. Well, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I guess you guys need to be getting to Outback for breakfast or uh, whatever time it is. There. Oh. We have we we all have to go to the Waffle House. <laughs> Over and under. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Now, Bill and Danny have left. They have, yeah. Because they're not allowed to hear our voicemails. That's personal between you and us. (laughs) They wanted to listen to them. Yeah. They asked. They they begged. It was embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I felt bad for them. How many times can you say crikey before you break, you know? I don't know because we didn't. Anyway, here's our voicemails. <laughs> uh, this first voicemail is from Craig from the Res, and he has some pretty good points to make. Hey, no. This is Craig from the Res, and I'm just wondering why you don't give me no shout out. Like, I promoted you, bro. I'm all over the disco. On, uh... And shit. You just kill me? Not even the... Not even the main game! <laughs> the fuck is that, bro? The fuck is that, bro? Anyway... Cheers. Beers. Ears. Cut off. So, fart at the end that time. Unfortunately. Let's be serious. Yeah, so, Craig from the Res makes a very good point. Yeah, he does. Maybe we should always mention people on Table Talk. Right, when we use their names on the show. Right. Okay. I'm okay with that. Did we blow his head off? Uh, what did we do to Craig Bernares? Mm. We mm. greased him. He got greased pretty good. We greased him and he died somehow. And you know what? Craig Bernares has been great. Finally got to use his name. And he's awesome. Absolutely. Thank you, Craig. 
Greg, don't ever stop the drunken voicemails, please. Yeah. Get more drunk. Like, I kind of want to make you angry so you'll send <laughs> angrier, drunker voicemails. But I hope this fulfills your uh, name game requirements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did say name game. And I like that the Google transcription of the voicemail, like, mentions zebras and stuff. It's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but name game actually was set. Banana Nana Fofana. Now, our next voicemail is from Phil of Canada. Oh, God, this is Phil of Canada, and everything is horrible. I'm at an office Christmas party. There's a goddamn drum circle on a goddamn stage. I've had two drinks with a little weed, and not weed 2.0 because I haven't exploded, and everything is terrible. It's terrible. Save me, Trevor Seal. <laughs> Philip, I can relate. I have been to Christmas parties like this before. No drum circles, but... <laughs> You just got to yeah. smoke weed 2.0, and drum circles are fucking sweet. They make you twice as high, make drum circles twice as good. What Jared said is right. Office parties are pretty bad. I've never been to one where people smoked weed, though. You mean you didn't smoke weed at the office party? I'm saying people smoked weed there, they just didn't invite you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. I went to one where I cut... Uh, a bottle of champagne open with a sword. That's pretty cool. The party. Cool. Like, and it worked? Like you did it right and it... Yeah, it, it's like a uh, champagne opening saber. Like specifically for that? Yeah. Do you have that? No. <laughs> Someone else owns it, but I cut a champagne open with it. Can you get it? What do you mean? <laughs> can you get the champagne opening saber and I'll bring some champagne and we'll fucking... We can order one off Amazon probably or something. But yeah, it's like a thing, you know? <laughs> so, we had two voicemails. We also had a text, which I didn't even know we could get. Right. Asking us about... Merch. Merch. Um, what is the website for Sagebrush and Sellouts? Like, it's kind of complicated, isn't it? It's a little complicated. It's... Can we put a link on our website or something? I'll look into that. We need a new website. But yeah, so it's Spreadshirt. So we have a store where we sell stuff on Spreadshirt, t-shirts and hoodies. Right. So if you go there, you have to like Google our name or not Google it, search our name. It's in our Twitter feed. I texted it back to the person. We do need a better way to. Yeah. We're bad at Mark. We're bad at our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, d yeah. Did you guys get your hoodies? I did. I got mine. The, like you got it, or it's yeah, on the I way. Got it. Nice. Uh, it came today. I haven't even ordered mine yet. Merry Christmas, <laughs> asshole! <laughs> I've just been really busy with Christmas and stuff. Yeah, sure, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> I'm an amazing person, and I bought them uh, sweatshirts. Jared hasn't even cashed his in yet because he's an asshole. <laughs> I agree with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and you should buy your own sweatshirt at shop.spreadshirt.com slash advanced dash sagebrush dash sellouts. Got it? <laughs> it's easy. It's easy. So, I think that we're going to have an episode pretty soon for patrons where we go to Outback and we do some narrator bit writing and we talk about Outback. <laughs> anyway, we'll have a patron-only episode coming out pretty soon. Um, the, only, the only rule is patron-only. Yeah. For the Outback episode. But this episode right now is coming out like at the beginning of the new year. Yes. Like right on our one year anniversary. Wait, 
rad or oh the this table talk episode oh this this yeah it's coming out on the second so like right at our one year anniversary we started this on january 1st 2018 hell yeah got a lot of episodes out there now we have a lot of stuff we've stuck with it yeah i'm really proud of the fact that we've had an episode every week sometimes more for some reason (laughs) and we've never missed a date yet yeah impressive we all we had a scare with the hurricane but yes um, anyone else have anything to say about it being a year into the podcast? Well, now, uh, shit, I, I would have brought cupcakes with candles. We've done 10 arcs, I'll counting do- Sagecraft. 10? 10. Yeah. That's awesome. This uh, is this is our 10th table talk. That's so cool. Yeah, I just, you know, I love it. So proud. I've never been happier with anything mm-hmm. to be part of. Love it. I, uh. I agree. Yeah, I mean, that, I, the same. <laughs> Same. Ditto. Same. <laughs> Ditto. Feel good. Ditskies. Um, so what to look for next year, everyone? Um, we might be able to do more of the Outback Talks. <laughs> we don't have a name for that yet. Out chat. Chat back. It's <laughs> real dumb. Chat we'll have something dog. good. I promise I'll have something good. Shout back. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, it's shout back. Shout back. It's shout back. Outback steak mouth. There's so many ways we could do this. Outback steak mouth. I like that. <laughs> um, Sage and shoot. We're at Sage and shoot on almost all the social medias. Sage and shoot. One word. Instagram, Facebook, all that. Sage and shoot at gmail.com. Right. Patreon.com slash sage and shoot. We've nice. made it easier for you guys. Our phone number is 284-BUCK. <laughs> 843-284-3566. Send us some voicemails, please. We'll oh, play God. on the show. We love them. So funny. If you're ever drunk, please give us a call. Yeah. Let us know about how drunk you are. Um, <laughs> if you have cats, I want to hear more cats. Yeah. Your voicemails are like chocolate for our ears. 1642. <laughs> 1642, right. 1642. Which is tell 16 people. Tell 16 people. We've relaxed uh, We've relaxed <laughs> the rules, the rules a, little a little bit. It's not, It doesn't have to be friends. You don't have to tell your friends. Tell 16 people. 16 people. That's four it. times a day. You do have to tell those 16 four times a day. Like, you can't tell 64 people each once a day. It has to be those 16 people four times a day. For two weeks. And Wait, no, that's not right. Every day for two years. For two years, that's it. 16-4-2. Still easy. I mean, you're looking at like a two hour per day max commitment. Yeah. It probably could, wouldn't run over that. Yeah. If you sleep 20 hours a day, that's only half of your waking time, which is not a lot to ask. If you do a daily seminar with those 16 people, you knock it out in 20 minutes. Yep. But that's- they need to be a different 16 people every day. That's also very important. <laughs> no, 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 I have changed the rules. Oh, no, you've, you've altered the deal. I have altered the deal. You need to tell 16 new people every day. So, if you live in the woods, fucking move <laughs> and find 16 strangers a day lunch ladies, waiters, flight attendants, pilots. Make your way all through the cabin. Deal workers. <laughs> yeah. 
guy that works in the back of the plane. <laughs> they don't What's he doing about back that there? Yeah. yeah. You know, hang out after you land. Talk to the ground crew. <laughs> what about that uh, that guy that's dressed like an airline steward, but he just kind of peeks out from the curtain, but he never talks to you guys and he doesn't show you how to use any of the stuff on the plane <laughs> at the beginning or end and he doesn't serve the drinks or anything, but he does <laughs> peek out sometimes. That guy's not real, Jared. <laughs> if he was real, you'd only see him on planes, but I know for a fact you see him all over the place. Do you see him right now? <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> wow, it is late, guys. Fuck. I know. What time is it? 1122. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. 1642. 1642. It was really funny when Wit said tell 16 different people, but that will not fulfill the requirements. You have to tell the 16 same people every day. <laughs> Tell 32 different people well, like every it. hour. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wit's going to get you guys in over your heads. Yep. That's See, what I do. I like that Wit's doing this because Wit's making an example of like what, <laughs> what would be- What not to do. No, what would be ridiculous <laughs> and dumb to ask you to do. Like Wit's saying like, wouldn't it be funny to tell 32 different people every hour? Yeah. Obviously, that's it's a joke. Impossible. You're right. I mean, we're just using that to shine a light on 1642 right. as a brilliant and realistic was, marketing strategy. <laughs> Unattainable goal. It's 1122 here, so there's 38 minutes left in New Year's Eve Eve. You could make 16 two-minute phone calls and have six minutes to spare for your no, free time, this, whatever it is you no, do. No, because this episode's not coming out right now. Oh, fuck. These guys are behind the eight ball when they hear this <laughs> for their New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Okay, well, assuming their New Year's resolution is 1642-ing, well, yeah, like, to the max. Yeah, of course. 1642. We appreciate you all. Sage and, and to all, a good night. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is Justin from Obscura, a true crime podcast. Do you like single host narrative driven true crime that isn't afraid to get graphic? On Obscura, we paint a picture of the lives of the criminals and victims before telling a story of the crime and how it unfolded. Add atmospheric production and audio clips such as 911 calls and you have an idea of what we're about. If that intrigues you, type Obscura True Crime into your favorite podcatcher. You can't miss our logo. And we'll see you by the fire.